0: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this is the sports radio 610 outdoor show with captain mickey eastman captain mickey has been guiding the texas gulf coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments now here's your host captain mickey
1: Good morning, welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. It's 5.02 here in the Bayou City. All right, welcome back to the show, folks. Let's uh, go up to Lake Houston now. Let's strike up a conversation with old John Littleton. John, good morning. What's up, man?
2: Hey, good morning, Captain. Not a whole heck of a lot, you know. Um, Woke up on the right side of the dirt. You know, if he hit the floor, that's all good.
1: That always helps. can't That'd get anything done when you're dead
2: No, <laughs> you know, caught up on your sleep that's about it you know so <laughs> yeah yeah but uh man Been, you know been been kind of up and down this week mickey i mean weather-wise and everything got uh fish kind of confused a little bit but uh you know, I heard y'all talking talking about those drains and stuff. You know, we got them out at Lake Houston, too. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's why we got our, you know, Lake Houston Anglers Club Tournament tomorrow. So, we, uh, I'm sure we'll be hitting several of them little culvert drains and bigger drains and, you know, uh, trying to catch us a bass or two, win us some right. money and play the game again the next week. So, but, uh, I don't know, I guess, you know, all that fresh water runoff into the, into the lake, you know, well, first of all, there's a little washout, you know, around most of them. It makes it a little bit deeper. And then, you know, that water movement, you know, attracts a little bit of bait and, uh, that attracts the bass. So, you know, we're going to, uh, go try to catch them up
1: well that's a plan
2: yeah yeah that's the you know that's the number one plan at
1: least you got and a game then, plan anyway that's uh yeah didn't y'all fish did y'all fish a tournament last weekend
2: no we didn't uh there wasn't anything going on
1: oh that's uh, right you that you had a you had a silent weekend yeah yeah
2: yeah we uh we kind of took it easy, stuck around the house. I've been working on my fence in my backyard and, you know, oh, stuff boy. like that. You know, between that and cooking some stuff on the grill and, you know, just hung out for a few days. It's, you know, we need that every once in a while, you know. So, I don't know, though. I, I think I'd rather go back fishing. That fence work about, you know, about to get to me.
1: Man, i tell oh, you, well. I'm, <laughs> I don't like that.
2: No, 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 it, uh, you know, that's one of them words, that's one of them four-letter words, you know, we don't use them, you know, so, yeah, it's kind of tough out there, but.
1: What are you doing, a wooden fence, privacy fence?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not too bad once you get all your posts set and drilled and concreted in and then framed out, and then, you know, pickets go up quick with a nail gun. But oh yeah. Depends on yeah. how many feet of it you got to do. If it's a bunch, it's that's a job, man.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's about 180 altogether. But you know, it's it, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like eating an elephant one bite at a time. You know. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, fishing's been pretty good, though, Mickey. We had a meeting last night. Talked to several other guys. You know, they were brave enough to go out, you know, Monday, Tuesday. And, uh, you know, they all said the lake was packed. I mean, you know, with, with boaters, you know, out there and get skis and, and other stuff. And uh, But they caught fish. Everybody I talked to, you know, some men, you know, Fishing was good. Uh, you know, I'm still catching them. You, you know, you find them a little early morning topwater bites and, and, uh, then, uh, you know, you gotta go to, gotta go to plastics. Not much on the crankbait or spinnerbait action, you know, uh, it's just so hot. And those mm. fish been up, staying back up underneath those docks and, you know, it's hard to get to them with a crankbait or a spinnerbait, you know, so, but I would think I didn't check the water temp or anything this morning, but, uh, I would think that, you know, we had a good rain yesterday, so I think it cooled it down two or three degrees, and, uh, I'm going to throw a spinnerbait and a crankbait tomorrow, you know, I'll throw it around the edges of some lay downs or around boat docks and see if you can trigger one to come out and eat it. You know, and, uh, you know, we're going to try that and then, you know, all else fails, we'll go back to plastic. I just, yeah. you know, that's a plastic bite, that's just, uh, that's kind of like fishing with an old cane pole and a bobber, you know, we used to do. Uh, you know, you just got to sit there, you know, throw it out there and dip it under a dock or something, and let it sit there and barely move it around a little bit. You know, but they'll pick it up. They what, put it in their
1: living room. Having, they'll eat it. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. We've been having them not. You know, everybody waits for that that tap tap. You know, but we haven't been having that. And I've, you know, I was I was talking with a friend of mine a couple weeks ago about that and he said man it's not hitting and you just gotta be you gotta watch your line because you know, sometimes they'll just pick it up and barely move off with it you know a foot and
1: uh yeah you, you want to fill ready the ready. tap they'll just yeah, sometimes yeah. it'll just get tight you know yeah just yeah. get a little weight on it that's when you rear down on yeah. them baby <laughs> bear down
2: uh, you got Got to get on them and you know get your good rod and reel set up that you can get them out. You know, I like get them out from the, under
1: that. Yeah, get them out of that structure. Pull them on out.
2: Right. Yeah, I like throwing like a six six or a six nine
1: mm-hmm. medium
2: heavy pod for that. Right. You know, be able to you know I want to be able to get them out. You know, I I throw a fourteen pound. That sniper fluorocarbon line and, and, uh, you know, it, it'll get them out, you know, so get them, get them turn get their head turned, you know, you can pull them on out. But I see a lot of people though, they'll throw, you know, nothing against spinning rods. I'm just not a spinning rod and real guy, but, you know, I see them, they'll throw a little, little light or medium light, you know, rod and real combo underneath those docks and that, you know, they'll get wrapped around the post and you can't, you can't get them out. So.
1: Yeah. They'll, uh, it, uh, you got to be able to, my brother, I fish, we used to fish a lot together way back in the day. We did a lot of bass fishing and, uh, back then we just didn't have the rods that we have now. And right, we remember them, old, uh, short pistol grip rods. We used to chunk and, yep. uh, yep. he had one, I called it rebar that thing was so stiff, but, buddy, uh-huh. he could he could jerk it. We'd be worming, and he'd jerk those bass out of that structure or heavy cover. <laughs>
2: yep.
1: I, I called it rear. Yep. And I said, you're fishing with a rebar rod. He'd have a seven-pound well, bass on it, and it wouldn't even hardly bend it.
2: <laughs> but he could yep. muscle
1: them well, out of that cover, buddy.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to carry one of those even when I was traveling fishing a lot. I used to carry a, a a five and a half foot pistol grip, an old All Star rod, and yeah. uh, you know you just I put <laughs> me a little a Zipco thirty three on it with some good heavy line because I could take and get those boat docks that I could skip that thing.
1: To yeah, you, back, could, you could you could know, uh, skip that worm just like a rock up under those docks like that and yeah. let it settle. Wait pitch. on the bite.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Remember uh, when they
1: came out with uh, boron and those and that pistol grip back in the day? Right. Boy, that was man, and they were sensitive. We thought we'd died and gone to heaven.
2: Yeah, get your no ugly stick and you know go after it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they made it. Eagle Claw made them. I mean, everybody yeah. made them. Yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I I still got. I, you know in my fishing collection I've got a uh, stainless steel rod.
1: Right, I remember those.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my uh, dad
1: had one of those, those yeah. steel rod he fishing the surf with catching trout.
2: Yep, and uh, I found that thing at a garage sale years and years and years <laughs> ago, and and uh, it just went added to my collection of uh, old fishing memorabilia, you know, so, yeah, but it's, the old reel that was, that's on it is got the old wood, you know, handles, so, uh, yeah, it's just something
1: different,
2: (laughs) something different,
1: old school,
2: yeah, yeah, but we're gonna go get them tomorrow, go try to catch a few, like I said, win us a little money, and if we do or not, we're gonna play the game the next week. So, you know, uh, yeah, you gotta, we might donate, you know, you never know.
1: You never know. Some of them
2: boys, some of them boys, you know, they're good. They're catching them, you know. A lot of, we have a lot of younger guys fish with us, you know, and, and, uh, you know, those guys, those guys are, you know, they're tough. They're hard to beat sometimes. You know, we, we get, old school setting our ways I guess sometimes that don't want to change and they'll go do something different and catch them. But yeah. We shall see.
1: Well, I wish you all the best tomorrow, John. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, if somebody wants to give you a call, give them a number, man.
2: Sure, they can call me on my cell 281-222-8544. Just give me a call or Come out to Lake, you see my boat, looks like an American flag. Wave at me, holler, stop, and say hi.
1: You got it, brother. Well, John, you have a good one. Good luck to you. Y'all break a leg, man. All right. Thank you, sir. We'll see you. Hey, thank you. See you, man. All right, that's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's currently going on. That started Memorial Day. It'll run all the way through Labor Day. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. If you sign up today, you can take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. And they have 120 tagged redfish swimming around in inshore waters along the Texas coast to fish for, and other species like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. You can offshore fish for great prizes, too, when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Just go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Texas Star is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bock, Hall Power Polaris, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, crypt and coastline trailers to name a few and all you have to do is just go to StarTournament.org, or you can call 713-626-4222 and get signed up today if you're looking to improve your angling skills catch texas insider fishing report on valley sports southwest and at and sports net every thursday through saturday this 60 minute show delivers up to the minute inshore and offshore reports from local guides as well as the latest rigs techniques and full reviews on fishing gear the state is broken down into three categories three saltwater three freshwater regions from bass on the lakes to tuna on the rigs texas insider fishing report will improve your fishing skills and keep those lines tight
2: sports radio 610 presents the
1: outdoor show with captain mickey eastman Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. on this Friday morning. It's 517 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Port Isabel. Let's check in with old Captain Robert Savillo this morning. Robert, good morning. What's up? Morning, Mick. Hey, how you doing, for- man?
3: Good, good. Getting ready to go see what the fish god's got to offer
1: us today. <laughs>
3: He's in good condition. We just got to have the right. Yeah, we got fish. You just got to have the right, the right stuff to make it work. Um, The ditch is full of fish, but intercoastals.
1: Well, it's that time of year, you know, July and hot.
3: Yeah. Yeah, just got to have you know. I can't have wind first off in the morning, or you can't fish it, and you can't have a rushing tide; it don't work either. So right. So I just gotta go with the go with the flow. Normally if I got some wind early first off, you know, I'll usually Mm -hmm. run up to run up to the flats and hopefully the got a decent tide. Bay's so shallow, you know, you need a little water. Uh, Right. Get up north and do a little drifting on the gas well flats or
1: whatever. Yeah, we've been having a real low tide here in the mornings this week.
3: Yeah, it looks like we got a two tide, high tide this morning at nine, I think something. Right. Too tight. Um, other than that, yeah, just, uh, we ground got a little wet yesterday here. Finally. I can't remember the last time I seen some rain, but.
1: It's been a while. Sure needed Y'all it. needed it, man. We need, the whole state needs as much as we can get. Well, not too much. <laughs> yeah.
3: Got to find a happy medium.
1: Yeah. If that's possible,
3: yeah, it sure did. Uh, sure was nice yesterday, though. Uh, got rid of some of that
1: heat. <clears throat> yeah, cloud cover makes a big difference, doesn't it? Sure helps. Cools things big down. Difference. and Fish a lot big longer tip. in it.
3: Yeah, I've got a little top that I put up on the boat a couple months out of the year. It helps a bunch. Right. <clears throat> I just, I don't, I don't like to have it all the time. I got a, I got one. Of it. Kind of both pops up, uh, sport top kind of thing. Right. The T-tops kind of get in the way, of casting, you know, so I'm, springtime. <clears throat>
1: Boy, I'm how many rods have been bit. broken on T-tops?
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs>
1: True.
3: Well, they make them now to where they, they put them on backwards. So you can cast, right? <clears throat> but there's there's a the low water bridge. I like to go under over here once in a while, and you can't do that if you got a feed top. So you'll go out through the back, you know, around the ship channel and stuff like that. You, if not, you have to go all the way around,
1: right? Well, what's been your go-to pattern, if you?
3: I mean, it's <laughs> every day's different, you know. Well, I, that's true. Just, um, you know, when I have the right conditions, like a couple of days ago, when I had no wind in the morning, you know, I went up to the ditch, and you know, it was pretty easy. Caught some nice trout. Um, then the next day, I had wind. You know, first off in the morning, and I couldn't do it. I tried it a little while, but it didn't work. So I went out on the flats. Tide wasn't real good, and, you know, fishing wasn't quite as good because I just didn't have enough water up north. Um, we caught a few trout. Um, then uh, one day I had wind and good tide up north, and I got in, got some reds, which was nice. Right. So it just, you know, normally, it's the same thing, you know, but everything's different right now. I don't know, every morning, normally this time of year, you know, the wind doesn't come up till later in the day, you know, so you can go out and do your thing early, you know, uh, before Yeah, that's goes.
1: what always got me about fishing down there this time of year. Man, it'd be just slick as glass in the mornings. Yeah. And then, then in the afternoons, that wind would blow 25 miles an hour.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, normally June, July, it does you know, it's not supposed to do that here. June, July, and August, um, but I don't know what's going on. Everything's different. the The whole world's different, and the weather too.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, everything's different.
3: <laughs> it's crazy. I'm telling you, I feel sorry for the the younger generation coming up.
1: Ah, they don't know the difference. Yeah. Kind of like you know, the new I mean, fishermen; they never seen what we had before, so they don't miss it. They don't, uh, you know. Don't, they're just yeah. for now time. They don't. They don't see it, which is I good. I but, wish I could do that; erase my memory bank.
3: Well, at least we had that, you know. There, they well, we not did. Have
1: that. Yeah, and they they're not going to have it. Yeah. yeah, that's what bites. Yeah.
3: But yeah, um, that's about you it. it's about. Never know what you good.
1: had till it's gone.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. That's like my daddy used to tell me when he was alive. He said, "Son, he said, you have to do what you want to do now, because once they close that lid, you can't knock on it and say let me out.'" So. <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: He used to tell me that. Boy, that lid's closing for a lot of them.
3: Oh, man, it's really, I mean, I've had a man, lot of Man,
1: you get years. our age, man. Everybody you know, they're dropping like flies. I know. My wife's. she's in Conroe area right now. She had to go for like three funerals. Good Lord.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Celebration oh, of goodness. life. That's Enjoy sad. it while you're here. Do what you want to do.
3: That's why you got to get the dust off them golf clubs and get out there. I know What's it, I late. gotta
1: start playing again.
3: <laughs> you gotta go whoop up on game. I
1: just wish it'd cool down a little bit. I'm not ready to get out there and
3: No, yeah, it's not, not you, much.
1: You try more going hard. in the mornings where where the courses I like to play and it's just it's so crowded and backed up uh, and yeah. big groups and slow play and Which yeah, is fine. Right. But you know, it just yeah. uh it just takes you longer to play around. Got to just commit the whole day to it practically.
3: Yeah. And
2: yeah, we'll
1: get the right weather for that pretty soon. Well, There's some. What do we got next? The uh, British Open. Next major. I was
3: watching some of, that, some of those ladies there yesterday at the Pebble.
1: Yeah, at oh. Pebble Beach. Yeah. That's
3: pretty cool. Yeah it is. Well, that that young girl Rose,
1: uh she's gonna be something else. I'm telling you. Well go-
3: Rosane.
1: Yep, I got some upcomers.
3: Twenty year old, she looks like she's been out there forever.
1: I know. The she conducts herself. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of talent these days. Yeah, I was I was happy to see Ricky finally pull one off. Yeah, that was that was man, that was so great. Thought he, I was pulling. He was going
3: to give it away later for a minute.
1: No, but he he hung on, wanted to play off. Yeah, it was a shame in the U.S. Open. I mean, he led it for three days, and it just you know you just have those days. It, I mean, how many times you seen somebody come out and shoot like a sixty two, and then turn around the next day and barely shoot par? Just the way golf is. That's it's a cruel that's game. Way it goes. Yeah, it's a cruel game. Kinda like fishing. Be, right. <laughs> Nuke them today and struggle tomorrow. <laughs>
3: wouldn't be no wouldn't be no fun if you shot sixty five every day and murdered.
1: Them yeah, it would I'd like to I'd like to experience <laughs> that. <laughs> Give me some of that. Yeah. I'd like to catch eight pounders every day too. Uh, and we used to. Yeah. What's the biggest fish you caught down there in Port Isabel?
3: Yeah, in biggest my trout. Days, yeah, in my younger days, I won a couple of tournaments with thirty-one. Two, I got two thirty-ones mounted. I got a couple thirties mounted. Um, thirty-one. Yeah. Then <laughs> good old days.
1: I remember remember old tournament. Don Crawford used to used to own the All Star?
3: Yeah, I won his tournament. One of those thirty ones came in his tournament. Did it? Yep. Uh, all you could use was a top water super right. Duke or,
1: I remember know. that.
3: Big Big Daddy Don.
1: Big Daddy.
3: I think that was ninety eight, I think, maybe when I won that
1: deal. Yeah. So
3: Yep, just one fish. That was it. Biggest he used to tell me of.
1: all the time he had a place down there. He said, hey, man, you can just use it any time you want to. But I, I never did have time to come down there and fish. Yeah, States he left busy that. busy up here.
3: He left that guy, uh, gave him a house. He used to run him fishing all the time.
1: Right. Well, that's cool. Left him a house. Boy, that's nice. Whatever
3: happened to... Is All Star Rod still around, or what is what was the uh, son ran it? What was his name? Yeah, uh, Brett, was It was Brett.
1: Brett Brett Crawford. Yeah, and uh, he had it for a while, and uh, I don't know what's. I think they're still around, but I don't know who bought it, and who's still producing them. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. I hadn't seen seen any in a while, so
3: yeah.
1: You know how these rod companies are; they change hands so much, and
3: that or go out of business,
1: yeah, yeah, sell off, or somebody buys one up and then adds it to their rod company, you know, kind of like Rod Smith and Castaway did, yeah, here today, gone tomorrow. Man, that's the fishing industry,
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I know. I mean, it, there's so many guys
1: down there now, it's crazy. That's the whole coast.
3: I used, to, I used to know all of them.
1: I did, too. I don't know anybody anymore. I don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, it was just, you know, there was just a few of us back in the day, and you knew everybody. Yeah. Now the big question is, who who's not a guide?
3: Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's...
1: Are y'all getting a lot of fishing pressure down there, or is it just... Uh...
3: No, I mean, you know, the, it, it, the business is not what it usually is down here. Um, I mean, the island's busy, but when I go out, I mean, it's normally I'm fighting boats, you know. You got boats all up and down the channel up north, and, you know, it's not like that um, right now. Right. Just, the business, I guess, is just... Not what it used to be. It hasn't been since
1: uh, COVID. Yeah, that kind of changed things big time.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to run every day like I used to.
1: I just
4: just
3: do my few a week or whatever.
1: I'm with you. Well, we've run a few over the years.
3: No, my body's telling me that. Man. I'm trying to stay in shape. You probably a couple years older than me, aren't
1: you? I don't know. Oh, I'm four years older than you. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
1: You're a spring chicken. I think I think Man. Cliff Webb's your age. I think Cliff you and Cliff are the same age and yeah. There's still a lot of us still around, man. That's that's good, though. What
3: what high school did he go to, you know?
1: Cliff, I, I don't know.
3: Mm.
1: He may not even <clears throat> went to school. No. <laughs> no, Cliff. Well, the only I guy went, I know that can drag a drag a shrimp net all the way from Tivoli to Corpus and never catch shrimp in it. <laughs>
3: uh, I, I went to school, but I wasn't there a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I was at the beach, beach surfing or something.
1: That's it, man. Skipping out to go fishing and surfing.
3: Surfside jetties.
1: Yep. Surfside. Those were no, the days. Surfside
3: pier. That the pier that uh, we used to surf at Right, for kids.
1: Yep. <clears throat> <laughs> oh well. All right, Robert. Well, I thought I'd check in with you this morning. Check your old pulse, yeah, man. Make sure you're still Cadillacin', brother.
3: Fixing to roll out.
1: Well, go, go whack whack 'em and stack them. Somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you, Robert. Give them a number, man.
3: 956-433-1389. Uh, three, three,
1: good old Port Isabel. Boy, I made a mini-a-road trip down there back in the day. Yes, sir. Surf's up. All right. Well, hey, bud. You have a good okay. day. and Be safe out there. Catch them up, man.
3: All right, appreciate it. All right,
1: Robert, see you, buddy. All All right. All right, that's Robert Cervello down in Port Isabel. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market located right in downtown Belleville. They're easy to find, short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. Go downtown, look for the big white sign. Their meat market and processing facility are right next door to one another. And this week they're double featuring their – Double black pepper pecan smoked sausage and their cheddar cheese pecan smoked sausage. Try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And own special fresh fryers for just a buck fifty nine a pound when you buy three or more. They're whole and uncut, and they're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are available in original and cheddar. And custom processing on pigs and calves all year long. You can order a half calf or a hand quarter, and you can have it processed any way you like. And they're still processing their vinny Dogs and Hog Dogs, homemade hot dogs using your own venison, or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville Celebrating 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live
4: from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show
2: with Captain Mickey Eastman.
1: All righty. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 537 here in the Bayou City. Final segment of the Outdoor Show today on this Friday morning. All right. Let's head down G-Town Way. Let's check in with Captain Steve Helmer this morning. Stevie, what's up?
4: Oh, not a lot. Getting ready to do it again.
1: All right. Looking for another nice table today, Captain.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm just kind of stuck in a holding pattern, waiting on the big run. Sitting here waiting on the big fall run, man.
1: Uh, Big big girl beat down. (laughs)
4: Get some (laughs)
1: slaunches.
4: No, it's the same stuff as last week, basically. I've only fished the last two days. We took off four days for the holiday, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't go back to work until Wednesday, day before yesterday, and, and I had David, Carol, and Ed Pajowski, and it was the same. I mean, just hit three or four areas and grind through the little ones and catch twelve or thirteen legal fish, and then go red fishing, and they, we didn't catch any red. Well, we caught Ed caught one that was like nineteen and a half inches, but it had a it had a snub tail on it. I don't know what happened to its tail. It should have been like 22 inches.
1: A uh, snubber.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we caught a trout. I think that same day we caught a trout like that with a real short tail. But uh, no, man, it's just uh, it's a grind. I mean, we're catching fish every day. We did okay yesterday too, but it's just uh, I haven't seen it like this, man. I, this is you know June and July fish, and and I keep getting these facebook memories when back when i used to post i know crap i'm everywhere. getting
1: pop-ups like crazy and back when i used to promote dead fish but <laughs>
4: right back when we were going, stupid <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> back when we were idiots <laughs>
4: <laughs> back when we were idiots but uh well but no, it's just different maybe we still
1: are <laughs>
4: yeah well exactly I'm, I'm dragging this boat behind this truck so that qualifies me as an idiot but no uh we're not catching anything with any size really on the trout. Uh, the biggest trout we had yesterday was eighteen, eighteen and a half inches, that was it. Most of the fish, honestly,
1: most of the all the legal chronicle, fish, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most legal daily fish, news. <laughs>
4: <laughs> most legal fish I'm catching are fifteen and a half to seventeen inches. I mean, honestly, mm. uh the majority of them 'em wouldn't even be Matagorda legal
1: for, right. for now,
4: for the next for the next couple of months anyway.
1: Right. But, uh,
4: but, no, we're just uh, catching everything on tails, still doing the same thing, uh, throwing that eighth-ounce, mainly an eighth-ounce pro-elite bass assassin jig head on a, uh, with a, uh, a rat tail assassin rigged on it through the split so it swims straight and uh, and dragging on the bottom. I mean, we're yeah, catching someone's deep. shell. Yeah, we're catching someone's shell. Like uh, me and David and Ed started out on little uh, shell ridge wednesday and and uh, we caught a handful of legal fish bunch of little ones good grief a lot of little ones there's three or four areas holding a lot of little bitty trout but we pulled off that and went messing around and finally i think our third or fourth stop we landed on a few fish and they were actually slicking a little bit but it's it wasn't like some new area i've been fishing it's an area that i've keep rotating that's Just, there's, like I told you the other day, there's three or four spots in each bay that are, that are kind of in my rotation. And it's just really based on the, the wind speed and the wind direction and, and who I have as to where I end up going that morning. You know, like if I have waders, there's a certain area I go to, certain couple areas. If I have drifters, then there's other areas and then the wind changes that. You know, we've had some, uh, we're back to that, that, Southwest, south, and southwest wind pattern. Well, yesterday wasn't bad. Yesterday wasn't bad, right? But, uh, so I could kind of move around a little bit yesterday, and uh, we did. I did catch a few fish, a few more fish in an area yesterday uh, on a reef yesterday that i i hadn't I hadn't really caught much on uh, this year that I used to catch a lot of fish on, and it was kind of weird. I was about ready to give up on the area, and these little turns. And a few gulls mixed in with them, but mainly turns—the little turns, lyre birds. Yeah,
1: little birds, they, Yeah,
4: yeah. They they popped up, but they—you uh, know these lyre, those little bird, those little lyrebirds. They'll uh, those little turns rather. Well, when they're not on anything, when they're just on microscopic junk, they'll
1: keep they're moving just head on down knocking, Yeah, right. They're head
4: knocking. They're moving Mach One down bay or whatever down a reef. Well, these are kind of holding one spot. And then I right, kind the of circling back in.
1: on you. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And they were getting excited. And I, I told, uh, I told the guys, I said, man, uh, I said, they're on shrimp. And it, you know, with those gulls mixed in and, and a couple of big turns when they start oh, twirling yeah. and, and squawking and wanting to fight over stuff, you don't see them fight over a shad or a glassman. They'll fight over a shrimp. And, uh, so I trolled <laughs> over there and sure, sure enough, they were, uh, they were little bitty. Man, I don't know if they're brownies. I should know, but they were so small they looked like freaking grass shrimp. But they weren't. I mean, I'm out in the middle of the bay, and uh, and little bitty trout and bluefish hitting them, and and we caught a couple legal fish out of them. But but those things and that that wad of shrimp grew on my honor to God to about 150 yards wide. Goodness. But there wasn't hardly there wasn't hardly any keeper trout in them. But, uh, anyway, I was, it ended up being a complete dud basically. And then I went somewhere else and, <laughs> and we caught some fish, but, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It was the same deal. Uh, tide started out super, super low, like really low. And, uh, you basically, you're just kind of spinning your wheels for the first couple of hours and then around eight, eight or eight thirty nine 30, nine o'clock, depending on where you were, the tide starts, you know, it's been ripping in all morning, had like almost a two foot rise yesterday and it's been ripping in all morning. And then it finally starts slowing down and that's when you start getting a few bites. And, uh, there's, there's one area that when I have a little bit more water, I can go back to and, and, uh, and usually scrape up a a few fish. And that's exactly what we did. It's just one of those bailout deals. And it's not, it's, At the end of the trip, it looks great. Sounds great. If I were to throw them on a stupid cleaning table, it would, you know, be pretty impressive to the people who like that kind of stuff, I guess. But in all honesty, it's just, it's nip and tuck, scraping its claw on your way to to a decent morning. You know what I mean?
1: Sure. So, been there and done
4: that. You know, I'm hoping, hoping, uh, we can get back out to where I was. I haven't been able to fish where, I, where I was catching all those fish a few weeks ago. I haven't been able to fish there for the most part in a couple of weeks because of the wind and stuff. But uh, and I don't think I'm going to try to go out there today because we got a bunch of stuff off the beach and stuff. I think I don't know what's what's going on with the radar right now.
1: Well, I hadn't looked at it this hour. Uh, Let's see what's okay. going on. I I can do that real quick here, man.
4: That's yeah, I saw some. Yeah. I saw some stuff, but it didn't uh, It didn't look very threatening. Went some light rain earlier at the house.
1: Yeah, I saw that little bitty band of real light, you know, misty-looking stuff on radar. Yeah. It's kind of blue-looking. Yeah, and
4: that's um, all it was.
1: Yeah. Everything's out in the Gulf. The only thing on land right now is uh, pretty much down to Corpus, gotcha. all that area, Kingsville, and all through there, coming in on the coast, but, uh, man, it's... It's out in the Gulf. It's definitely drifting this way. If it'll come in, that's the big question. Will it come in? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully get at least four or five hours. And I got my my brownstone guys. There's two
1: big globs. One's uh, you know, the one by Corpus, and then there's one straight out from Galveston. But uh, the way it's drifting northward, it looks like Uh that gap will come right over Galveston, and you won't get any. Okay. Good. The way it looks right now, I mean, it's—I don't think it's anything to worry about. It's going to be hours before that even thinks about coming ashore, anyway. So,
4: good deal. Now, I need these fish to eat a little bit today. I need them to kind of be eating my gel coat off a little bit. You know, what yeah,
1: I mean. it'd be nice to get them that, that old <laughs> pattern going where they're eating the prop off and mm-hmm. got to hide behind the console to put a bait <laughs> on that kind of deal. But now I had uh,
4: Gary and and Chris Bridges yesterday. They've, they've been fishing me a long time and. Right. And, uh, we were, our bikes were super soft. I mean, we had a couple kind of thump it and, uh, we didn't catch as many fish yesterday. They were a little bit bigger, but that's not saying much. And then we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's just sad, but, and then we left, left there and and, and went redfish, fishing and we only had about an hour and a half to redfish before, uh, before the storms rolled in around noon and I was able to get the boat on the trailer, like right when the sky opened up, but we only caught one red yesterday. Um, about a 19 incher. And it was really slow on, on red. I, you know, there for four or five days, I was catching a few slots and a few oversized when we had, you know, at least a couple of hours to go do that deal. And now it seems like at least what I'm doing, where I'm at, catching what few were catching are all undersized. But uh, uh, I just I just can't, and I hit some really good stuff the other day that, where I used to catch a lot of slot reds and and just caught a few rats. I don't know with all these fingerlings that are released every year, and I mean I, I don't know I don't know where these I don't know where these schools of slot reds are, like schools, not not onesie and twosie stuff. I'm talking about right. legitimate schools, but. Um, crazy i mean we see the oversized schools that we talk about all the time but we don't see those uh don't see those schools of slot red it's just it was always nice to have those especially on a tough trout day you you could lean on redfish just don't don't really have those to lean on anymore you just pray that the trout bites okay you know good enough to make it worth it for your guys but um but they are slicking the trout are slicking a little bit in a couple of areas and they are full. I mean, the, the last last two days, I mean, the guys kept a few fish and and uh, cleaned them, the shad, and um were like digested. They weren't that day's meal. You know, they're still feeding, even though we're a couple of days backside of the full. They're still feeding. I think primarily at night, and I think that's another reason these the uh, bites are so soft. They're just they're laying on the bottom, fat and happy. And you don't see hardly any surface activity. I'm not. I'm mean, now. I'm not seeing a lot of mullet. I'm seeing some shad buzz out of the water, little bug fish and stuff like little bitty ones. And, right. And then, uh, every once in a while, you see a two or three inch shad. And uh, it's weird, man. It's almost like we've had a, another new crop of shad, multiple new crops of shad, and new crops of shrimp coming out. And uh, it's just kind of strange to me because everything has been hot and stagnant it's not unusual to see those little bitty shrimp like that if you get a big rainfall event but in the middle of the summer with fishing in bath water to see all those shrimp we saw yesterday I thought that was kind of bizarre and especially where we saw them but uh, you know there's no shortage of bait there's there's plenty of bait even though it was down yesterday there's a lot of bait in the water but
1: uh, yeah over my way you know this time of year usually there's you know, when you have fish, all those shrimp are getting harassed by schools of trout. You know, right. that entire shoreline I live on every morning should be 30 schools of birds there, and there's just, they're just not there.
4: Same not here. That. Same here, man. It's like the, the, I'm fishing. I'm still bouncing around three different parts of the bay, and I'm seeing pretty much the same thing in east, lower, and west that I'm mm. seeing in all three. And, and, and that is where there's bait like the shrimp, especially where those were yesterday. Hell, even four or five years ago, there should have been two and three pound trout in there. Just, I mean, like it was four or five years ago, there should have been, you know, say seventeen to twenty inch trout in there, just annihilating them because of where right. it was. It wasn't like they're out in the middle of nowhere. They're on a on a on a ledge on a reef. Where trout normally live anyway, and normally when you get those shrimp pulling there, it sucks those those trout exactly. off the structure and sucks them in. That's why we don't. That's why we don't mess with birds out in the middle of nowhere over, you know, an eight foot of water over mud. We don't. We just drive right past those. These days, I drive right right past birds anyway because I already know it's in them. But you know how it is. Historically, we work. If we're going to work birds, we're going to work them over shell this time of year, not over mud. And they should they should have had more. More legal fish in them, you know. Yeah, but that's just kind of kind of where we're at right now, man.
1: That's it. Now well, we keep hanging on. Yeah, we're Maybe hanging on. for better
4: days. Praying for better days. So we shall see. It'll be interesting to see what uh, what those spring gillnet catch rates uh, surveys from Park yeah, Wildlife. Those would be here. out by now. Yeah, don't they? They run them through. June or is it goes through? I can't. I didn't. Know April through June. I can't remember. So uh, they should well, be out pretty soon. Yeah, should be out pretty soon. Well, if they that, release. I mean,
1: that's that's just paper hanging. That don't mean nothing to me. I I know. What's I know.
4: Going on. We we know what out there. We, see.
1: we we know what we see. Seeing is believing.
4: No, that's and, it. Uh, You're dead on.
1: You can spend it any way you want to. That's right. That's right. But uh, but the truth anyway, always prevails.
4: Yep. But we're catching fish. It's not pretty, but it's just—it's just, it's just a—it's kind of—it's kind of a going job through right the
1: motions. That's it, man. Doing your yeah. thing. All right, Stevie. Well, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about uh, coming down and doing an outing, how do they get a hold of you?
4: All right, four zero nine two five six seven nine
1: three seven. All right, buddy. Well, Steve, have a good day. Be safe. Catch them up. I'll talk to you down the road, my friend. Thank you. All right,
4: make you Mickey, I appreciate it. All right. Hey,
1: thank you. All right, buddy. See you. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?